When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From around the world, this is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. April 20th, 2005. You are experiencing technical difficulties? Please stand by. <laughs> And welcome to the latest episode of Technical Difficulties. Welcome back, and uh, welcome to any new listeners out there. I notice you guys are signing up uh, big numbers for the, well, big numbers for me, in my life anyway, uh, for my podcast. Thank you so much. Um, it's weird, I got more people joining in last week in one week than I've gotten, you know, in the previous show in an entire month. So that was, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I'm not sure why, but... Please keep listening. I'm enjoying doing it. Anyway, uh, I won't dilly dally. I've got some. Uh, I got a show lined up for you that I've just topped off this afternoon, um, and um, we've got part three of my thing that I've been doing. That that bit that uh, I've been doing. The three. This is part three, and it's the the final part of the trilogy, the triptych, as it were. And uh, well, you'll see when you get to it. All right, let's go. Oh, by the way, I'm your host, Cayenne Chris Conroy. Sorry about that. <laughs> Here we go. This week's episode of Technical Difficulties is brought to you by Matt Magog's Tribulation Motors. You know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, but that doesn't mean you can't drive there in comfort. Just pick up a car from Matt Magog's Tribulation Motors. This week's special is on the anti-Chrysler Ashtoreth with power lock brakes, rear window fogger, and patented no-grip slippery grip slippers on each wheel. It's the last trumpet in driving terror. Buy now or lease for all eternity for the price of your soul. While you're there, make sure to check out Matt's selection of used cars at a remnant of their original Blue Book of Life price. But be sure and hurry, because these cars will be gone like a thief in the night. Call Matt today and ask for the end time special so don't get left behind. That's Matt Magog's Tribulation Motors at the corner of County Road 666 and Perdition Pass. That's Matt Magog's Tribulation Motors. Better the devil you know. And now it's time for the Apostle Hour with your host, Pastor Jackson Ermine. Hello, brethren. My name is Chester Ermine. My father, Jackson Ermine, is... Still recovering from a little bit of pastoral burnout and has been for nine weeks. We, I know your prayers are going out to him. And uh, we hope him a speedy recovery and a return trip to the microphone very soon. I'll be bringing you in his place uh, godly news and, and good thoughts. And hopefully we'll be furthering the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Now, <clears throat> as you know, the Catholics have elected a new pope. Pope Benedict XVI, a German pope. Um, first non-Italian in a long time. And uh, I know you, like, uh, like I and all other evangelical Christians, will be looking out to make sure that this one turns out to be the Antichrist after all. We've been 
batting zero since the days of Martin Luther, so we're uh, keeping our fingers crossed this time that maybe that old end times prophecy will finally come true. Anyway, we uh, wish the Catholics all the best luck with that, uh, given all the attention they're getting for one of their own, uh, their head of their church dying, and unfortunately we won't be able to get that kind of coverage until, I don't know, Billy Graham kicks the bucket. But I'm not bitter or jealous, no. No, just the godless Catholics are getting all the attention once again. Anyway, on this episode, I'd like to talk about the fruit of the Christian walk. You know, one of the sure signs that you are saved and you are a Christian is that your walk is bearing fruit. Because as you know, we're all branches on the tree of life and, and written in the book that is made the, on the tree, the, the walk that bears, the, well, the tree bears fruit, but the tree of life is um, on the, what, well, your walk is by the tree of life and the fruit is bearing on the tree from the book. And anyway, <clears throat> anyway, is your Christian walk bearing fruit? And is the fruit on the tree of life fresh? Because if it's not, it could fall and land on the walk and cause you to slip and fall down. Um, for was it not um, Martin Luther who, who said that we must defend, we must defend our Christian walk and never abandon it? As he said in, in one of his great quotes, my conscience would not allow it. Here I stand, broken-hearted, nailed my 95 thesis to the door of the Wittenberg church and only fought... All right, who's been messing with this? In any event, uh, we have a full show for you. We'll be discussing the Christian walk and... Uh, going to have uh, author, uh, who is this, Ballaston uh, Sinclair, whose uh, new book from Agape Home Invasion Ministries, uh, So You've Missed the Big One, What to Do in Case of Lost Rapture, uh, will be with us. Uh, he'll be doing an interview by phone, and uh, we'll be taking your call. So anytime you want to jump in and, and, and uh, give us a call, uh, please feel free to... Uh, oh, oh, I see I have a call right now. Um, now let's uh, take this one here. Yes, uh, uh, what would you like to know? You suck! Get off the phone! Uh, I hate you! Get your father back on here. He's a better one than you. You stink. Uh, Hail Satan. Dad, Dad, how did you get out of your hospital room? I keep telling the nurse, never turn your back on a crazy old man from Jesus. <laughs> Got her all tied up in the closet now. Oh. I'm running the asylum now. I'm off. You stink, boy. I'm coming down there now to whoop your hide and get back my microphone. Woohoo! Get some rest, Dad. Line two, did you say your name was Michael? Uh, yes, my name is Michael, and I would like to ask a question about the Easter tale. Uh, what would you like to know? I, w I was witnessing to a friend of mine about the, the resurrection of Jesus, and, and he told me that in an argument against him that the, there's a lot of discrepancy between the four Gospels about about the sequence of events of the resurrection. Yeah, Yes, that is true. That I, I think that um, before you, you should tell your friend that I think the fact that the stories don't exactly link up are um, actually, uh, I think... Um, strengthen the idea that they are a historical account because they don't match. Ah, oh, I see. Just like in a real eyewitness account would. Oh, that's very good. Well, my question to you is which one of the Gospels now um, has the story that where Jesus comes out yeah. of the tube and sees his shadow and we uh, get six more weeks uh, of winter? <laughs> <laughs> You're going straight to hell for that, Michael. Thank you. Next call. This is Billy Joe, aged five. Yes, this is Billy Joe, aged five, and you stink. Listen to your dad. Get off there. I'm going to give him back his show. <laughs> dad, get off the phone and go back to your room and take your meds like a good boy. Thank you. I think we'll take a little break from taking calls and, and uh, listen to this message. I'm just trying to do what's right for the kingdom of God. Would you please go to a commercial? Thank you. 
coming this June. They thought they killed him. They told me you were dead. Maybe I was. They thought that he'd forgotten. You've got a lot of nerve coming back after all this. Hey, I'm on my own timetable, baby. But now he's back and ready for action. Hey, who do you think you are anyway? God's gift to the world? You said it, pal. Not me. Triclavinous Films proudly presents Jesus 2, The Second Coming. And stay out of God's house if you know what's good for you. Inspired by Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ and based loosely on an offhanded comment by Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins, Jesus 2, The Second Coming. He's driving the crack dealers out of churches everywhere. I don't like him. Take him down. You must die, light of the world. The son of God versus 20 ninjas? I likes them odds. What? Jesus. Follow me if you want to live, or at least don't want a bullet in your ass. Take him! You think you can save the whole world? Just watch me. Jesus 2, the second coming. The first time he died for all our sins. Now it's their turn. Coming this summer to a theater near you. The radio ad there for what has become the most popular film in the United States of America, Jesus 2, the second coming. We have with us the executive producer of that film, Pastor R.J. Sprolroller. Uh, Pastor Sprolroller, this film does uh, present a certain departure in the view of, uh, the popular view of Jesus, away from the sort of redeemer of the world and into more of a um, uh, kung fu action star. Is that a little bit of a departure from scripture? Oh, no, no, not at all. No, no. I think I think back in the States and uh, I think in the world in general, given from the popularity of the international release of our film, uh, I think people are tired of the coddling and uh, comforting Jesus and, and really want a Jesus who can get in there and, and, and you know, kick some butt in the name of God and, and really, really take the battle of battle to the devil. Uh, I think that's what they're they're really looking for now in film these days. Yes, but you've gotten a lot of criticism for the sheer level of violence in this film. Yeah, well, Brother Mel got a lot of uh, a lot of complaints about the violence in his film, and that film was still considered a great work for the Christian good. I, I don't see what the problem is with this. Well, in that particular film, it was a rather graphic depiction of the biblical account of the violence visited upon Jesus, whereas in your film you have uh, Jesus uh, splitting a ninja in two with his bare hands. Yeah, that was some pretty good special effects there, don't you think? Yes, and you also mentioned that the ninjas work for PETA and Greenpeace, and you have Jesus machine-gunning the headquarters of the ACLU. Yeah, that scene gets a huge round of applause everywhere the film plays. Do you really think that sort of behavior would be mm, something that the Prince of Peace would engage in? Well, I think rather than get into an argument about that, I'd like to make an announcement here about our next upcoming uh, next upcoming project, which I think will clarify a lot of our stance on these issues with regards to religion and, and God's behavior upon his return the second on the second coming. Ah, uh, yes, that would be your announcement of Revelation the Musical. That, that's right. That's going to be a multi-million dollar production that we are going to uh, stage. We've got uh, Michael Flatley playing Jesus uh, for that particular production, at least recording him anyway. We're going to try and get him, uh, get him to sign on for that. We're going to make it a big uh, song dance sort of Irish, you know, uh, step in sort of thing with lots of uh, explosions and, and and it'll be great it'll be, be, be it'll be playing on Broadway very soon. And this is also jibe with your announcement last month of your uh, biblically themed Las Vegas uh, hotel and resort. 
and casino. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's time that Christianity has gone mainstream. I think Christians should get out, and they should stop being in the closet about this, and they should get out and, and start uh, start living the life that they were meant to have. You know, there is we, there is a great, abundant life out there for them, and uh, it's time we all started taking advantage of it. Well, we'll be having more with our guest in just a moment and more about the capitalist Jesus movement uh, right after this. So sorry. So sorry. So sorry. There doesn't seem there doesn't to be an after this. The word for the week is... Uh, and how are we feeling this morning? Well, I hope you're better. I'm going to go over and change your bedpan now. Would you like me to open the window? Okay. It's a nice spring day out. Well, I just hope you'll feel better. I'll be back with your medicine in a little bit. <sighs> and end tape. So that is that's it, is it? Yeah, I'm afraid so. He's been that way ever since we've extracted the chip. <sighs> it's a real shame. I mean, that was, uh, was yes. a worthy goal there, trying to... Yes, it was. Do that kind of reparation. Did we get any good data off the chip? Oh yeah, yeah, we got fine data. I mean, we've mm, we've good. this this chip will work in in future generations, mm. but right now I'm afraid it's uh, just going to have to. Uh, it's going to have to. It's going to need a lot more research and development. Yeah, uh, yeah, I suppose. So. If you look here on this uh, chart, mm. you'll mm. notice that uh, the the chip was causing such severe irritation of the brain tissue that actually a, a that small a tumor began a to tumor, develop yeah. around it. We think that's what caused the psychotic episodes. Oh really? previous the that's what we thought the hacking was oh i see uh so there really was nothing to worry about no no case. nothing nothing really uh, the investors were a little bit disappointed but we mm. showed them how by just simply uh, replacing the materials with something more a little bit more you know cyber netic interface friendly we c should be able to get around the little biological problems oh, good what about him yeah well, we'll do what we can to keep him comfortable for now uh we'll see how he uh how he develops and uh, see if we can't give him any treatment maybe he can pull him out of this right now, but I'm, I'm not sure the damage is reversible. Hello. Hmm. You're back. Yep. Where are we now? And this is a little nature preserve near where I grew up as a kid. It's very peaceful. And look at that, would you? Oh, uh, yeah. They put a Verizon billboard right in the middle of the swamp. Oh, yeah. Isn't that picturesque? So, any news from the outside world? Well, looks like we've been cut off. Ever since they uh, did the surgery, it seems like there's nothing left to do but uh, sit here in your memories. Oh. Well, this is like Johnny Got His Gun, only really, really stupid. And with lots of brand names lying everywhere. Hey, let me ask you a question. Okay. What the heck are you, anyway? Me? I mean, you know, you're just some sort of... What? what? You know, figment of my imagination, or uh, have I gone crazy and just sort of created someone to keep me company in here, or what? Well, maybe I'm your conscience. You're not very conscientious. Maybe I'm your inner demon. I'd go along with that. Though you're neither tempting nor tormenting me. All right, you're tormenting me a little bit. I'm hurt. Well, maybe I'm just waiting around for something. Like what? 
I want to see what happens when the message gets through. Why don't you just tell me it's not like I'm going anywhere. I hate this. Well, you needn't stick around here. I mean, there's plenty of places you can go. Albeit with some restrictions, mind you. Yeah, I'm completely limited to only going places I've been before. Can't go anyplace new. There's a lot of people who love living in their own past. Yeah, well, I'm not sure I do. And besides, my own past wasn't this just puckered up with commercials and ads. I mean, look at all this. Just everywhere I turn, there's another commercial for something I've never even heard of. I mean, some of them are just broken down. I can't even understand the words on them anymore. I can't read them. They're just meaningless drivel now, selling stuff I can't buy, even if I could get out of here, and I can't. Where would you go if you could get out of here? Oh, anywhere in the real world. You know, even the real world only happens inside your mind. It's just that there it's coming in in real time, and here it's just being regurgitated in past time. How do you even know that? How do you know anything about me? Who are you, anyway? We've been having this conversation over and over again about my state of mind and interacting with my brain interacting with the world. Who are you? I am a farmer. A farmer. A pearl harvester, as it were. I don't know. How does one make a pearl? Do you know? Don't they put some kind of, like, I don't know, was like a pebble or a sand or something, some sort of irritant in the pearl calcifies and grows around the, the irritant? Wakey, wakey. And though the human brain has been observed by science for hundreds of years, still science knows so little about it. And some of the complications that can set in when abnormal or damaged brain cells come into play. Now, this, the hippocampus is the part that was damaged by the aneurysm, son. Uh, now, there's not one part of your brain that does deal with memory. It's a very interconnected network. But I would have to say that the hippocampus is probably the most important section. Now, what we're proposing is a radical therapy. This has never been tried before, but I do have several investors, medical investors and, and other investors, who have, think we may have found a way to deal with damage such as this to the hippocampus. It's, as I said before, it's a radical therapy. We're not sure exactly it will, if it will work or not. But I, I don't see... It's either live with memory loss or, or try something potentially dangerous. The choice is yours. Yes, and we all know the choice he did make. Isn't that right? Yeah, yes, that's true, Patty. I did, I did choose to take the more dangerous route out. I, I couldn't live without, without my memory center. Well, I think it was darn brave of you to try out this oh, brand well. new form of medical therapy. Don't you folks? Isn't I, he amazing? I, oh, that's I, so wonderful. I'm not really, no. Well, I'd like to uh, open up the floor to some questions from the studio audience, if that's all right with you. No, that's fine. Oh, oh, good. Yes, sir, do you have a question? Yeah, I'd like to know, uh, how long ago did you get this therapy done? Uh, that was five years ago, uh, this week. Oh, five years. That's a long time to live with a condition uh, like that. Yeah, it sort of is. Uh, yes? Uh, would you say you considered your therapy a success? Uh, no, no, quite the opposite, actually. It's, it's actually been sort of a catastrophic failure. Oh, really? In what way? Well, I'm sort of trapped inside my own mind I, I guess up to a point um it's it's a little hard to explain oh i see and did you have a question uh yes uh, i'd yes. like to know was the uh, nature of the therapy known before you started this experiment yeah yeah i guess it was all right i want this under surveillance 24 hours how fast is the tumor growing back uh, it's at an alarming rate sir i've, I've never seen anything like this before in my life N never all right. 
I want a full CAT scan of him in 10 hours. Okay. Uh, okay. Use a soft tissue scanner. I want, Got it. I want absolute detail. I want high-resolution detail on the tumorous tissue. And, and right. this does not get out to anybody. Do you understand okay. me? Okay. I've got a okay. keynote address to give in 12 hours from now. Uh -huh. I mean, this does not get out. Right. Do you understand? Yeah. Yes. Not, not a word to the investors. Uh, not a word to the, to the suppliers. Nothing. Do you understand that? I, nothing. I understand. Why did you let them do that to you? They just again couldn't live without the memories. I mean, they kind of define who you are as a person without your past, who are you in the present. Yes, but even you are the first person to admit that memories are faulty. And now look what you've been left with. Just a smattering of your past surrounded by fragments of pieces of advertising they tried to shove into your head. And even those are starting to fall apart too, no? Yeah. I suppose this will all crash and burn and I'll eventually go out to nothing. Still not sure what they were trying to achieve. They were trying to achieve the absolute holy grail of advertising. Complete and utter emotional attachment to a product. See, all they were trying to do, really, was try and figure out a way to insert the idea of the product into the past. Your first love, your first orgasm, your first kiss, your greatest fear, whatever it is, they could associate a product with it. You weren't actually going to remember that. But every time you came across a nostalgic feeling, any sort of feeling that had a deep emotional resonance, you would think of a product to go along with it. But I still don't see how they'd get it into people's heads. No, the plan was to sell it. You'd simply rent your memories out. I mean, how many people do you know would sell their past for a few extra dollars? Most people don't need those past memories anyway, and they usually buy products associated with emotional attachment as it is. So all of this happened because I didn't want to lose something. I guess I'm going to lose it anyway. Yes, well, that depends. Mm, let's go someplace a little more uh, quiet, shall we? Ah! Something wrong? I felt something hot. Ah, they're giving you a CAT scan, I believe. I think things should be uh, finishing up now, don't you? Yes, look around. The billboards are all falling down. Hey, you're right. They're all rotting away. Boy, it just looks, the whole neighborhood looks so much nicer now, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. This is what a perfect spring day is supposed to look like. All right, so who are you guys, anyway? Well, my colleague here has been watching you ever since your little, um, accident. Oh, really? Just call me your guardian angel. And I, on the other hand, have been elsewhere, uh, working on a whole series of problems, um... Several of which just happen to intersect with the situation we have here. I like to think of myself as a service industry sort of person, and I'd like to offer you my services. Uh, you would like to keep your memories intact, and uh, I have a interest in seeing a certain distribution method spread uh, among the general populace, shall we say. Uh-huh. And uh, what about your colleague? Me? I just want to get out and see the world. I'm tired of being cooped up inside your head. So what, do I just call you Mephistopheles from now on? Oh, no, 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 no. You've already made your Faustian bargain once. I'm not going to hold that over your head. No, no, no. Besides, the devil's such an archaic concept, don't you think? I, I prefer to think of myself more as a sort of, um... Prometheus. Right. Well, what do you say? I guess I say... <gasps> I'm up! Well, uh, 
frankly, I'm glad you asked. That uh, the project, uh, as I see it, does have a, a couple of hitches left in it, uh, but mostly, uh, I think these are problems we can work around. Uh, and by the way, I'd like to thank you once again for all all your technological support during this. It, it's been absolutely invaluable in the research and development part of the of the prototype. Do, and, doctor, uh, Doctor, uh, I excuse, to you right excuse now, me. This, right this, now. this is really not a good place to this, do this. This is an emergency. I really I need to I talk about. This is really a bad time. I'm, I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, no, 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 this. not at all. It's perfectly fine. Look, I have to be uh, going anyway. I certainly hope my corporation could have been uh, any assistance to your project whatsoever. It, it, and please keep was, me abreast of any developments. Bye. I will. Bye. Now, what in the hell was so important that you had to interrupt me here? I have to give the keynote address in five minutes. It's about patient 55, sir. He's gone. Dead? No, he's gone. What? He's not in his hospital bed. He's left. Ha that is impossible. Uh, Did who, who took him out? No one saw anybody enter his room. He's just hes just not there. He was in a persistent vegetative state. His brain was deteriorating, and he had a horrible tumor. There's no way he could have just simply walked out. What about that tumor, what? sir? I think you need to see this. What? what? What is this? That's the soft tissue scan, sir. Well, this I... can't be right. The unit is still in there. This has got to be the wrong picture. I took the pictures myself, sir. What? You see, but there's I... the scars for the surgery. That... How... If you look closely, you'll you'll notice that the unit it, that's cartilage, it, it, and and those wires are made of veins and neurons. Th this is impossible. Are you telling me this is the tumor? There's more, sir. If you, if you notice that small piece it, sticking out the back, that's what? that's again what? those are neurons, I, and I, that small organ attached to it towards the back of the skull. I, the scan we did distinctly picked up radio interference. From where? The interference was emanating from the organ. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Yes, what is it? Doctor, I'm so glad I caught you. Listen, I just wanted to tell you I'm feeling 100% better. I checked myself out, and I want to thank you for all you've done. Who is this? Wakey, wakey. <laughs> Well, uh, GarageBand is doing something strange, uh, as I'm trying to finish this up. Well, whatever. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the kind of thing I've been doing here over the last three weeks. Uh, that's pretty much it for that story. I wasn't, I kind of improvised it as I went along. Um, I can't say I really planned it out too clearly, so if it seems a little bit, a lot of loose ends or whatever, there you go. And I hope you guys liked it. If you did, you know, drop me a line at, um, techdiff at tcinternet.net or, you know, uh, can find any one of the hosting places like Podcast Alley or, or my Libsyn site or whatever and comment on it there if you liked it. If not, whatever. Anyway, I'll be back again next week and uh, please enjoy and uh, I'll be back with more new stuff next week. So thanks and uh, goodbye. So, do you have children or are you just a child at heart? In which case, Saturday Story Circle might be a good place to kickstart your weekend. Because we have the very best of family-friendly audio, which is all rated G for great. Join us on the main Mutual Audio Network feed, or you can find us at the Saturday Story Circle, wherever you get your podcasts. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.